Just before we start the show, I want to tell you about Wreckfest USA, an extraordinary event happening in Nashville on the 13th and 14th of September. Part festival, part conference, Wreckfest is a unique experience, long established in the UK. I've attended most of them, and I highly recommend you experience the incredible combination of content, networking, and celebration of all that's good in talent acquisition. Wreckfest is coming to America, and I've got a mega discount code for you. Go to wreckfest.com USA and use the code RF50 to get 50% off your tickets. That's wreckfest.com USA, and the discount code is RF50. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 538 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Over the last few years, TikTok has driven a revolution in short-form video content, racking up billions of views and forcing its competitors to adopt similar formats. Recent data, ironically released by Google, has also highlighted that a significant percentage of young people prefer to do their research on TikTok and Instagram instead of using Google. While a few employers are doing a great job in this area, Overall, there's still very little recruitment marketing or employer branding content on these platforms. So what do employers need to do to effectively connect with millions of people consuming short form video? And what part should this type of content play in recruitment marketing and employer branding strategies? My guest this week is Omar Khatib, founder and CEO at JobPixel. JobPixel is helping many employers to embrace short-form video content, and Omar has expert insights to share on what works and how to build effective workflows. Hi, Omar, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, Matt. Really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please, could you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Absolutely. My name is Omar. I am the CEO and founder of a company called JobPixel. Uh, We allow organizations to collect, curate, and publish authentic employee-generated content. So think of day-in-the-life videos uh, from your employees, and we allow you to deploy that content on your career site and workflows. Fantastic stuff. Tell us a little bit about your backstory, your journey. How did you get to be where you are now? Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm a newbie to HR tech. Uh, I um, came from Cisco. I uh, had an idea about connecting candidates. Uh, to jobs better using video. Um, And then one of my friends uh, introduced me to my amazing co-founder. My co-founder came from the industry. Um, He built a company called bright.com with the founding team and then sold it to LinkedIn in 2014. And he spent around six years at LinkedIn building uh, a big chunk of their current job ecosystem. So uh, I get a lot of the ideas and understanding of the industry from his side and uh, came in and uh, really dug deep met you and met a lot of amazing other people in the industry that helped me really learn and hone in. Um, Every single day is a learning journey for me. So it's been really exciting. And that makes you a great person to ask this question to, because it's a very strange time in the industry at the moment. There's, there, there are lots of things going on. What's, what's your take on what the the markets look like and, and kind of what's happening with employers? 
I think from an employer standpoint, it's, it's interesting, right? So tech companies have been hit really hard from layoffs and everything, which is really unfortunate. And I think it's uh, due to irresponsible fundraising and amounts of money that got pumped into the system uh, that needed to get flushed out. So now what we're seeing right now is is just going back to normal. I wouldn't say it's a downturn. I would say it's just going back to normal because most tech companies don't need that many people to run realistically. We have a small team and we're doing pretty well. Um, I think that um, there's a lot of industries like manufacturing, uh, transportation, healthcare are still hiring like crazy because these um, uh, shortages are still exist. And um, so I think what we're seeing right now in the employer market specifically is the organizations that overhired are just going back to normal. Um, and with that, as you know, tech tech companies, at least I'm in San Francisco, I'm in the Bay Area. So I've seen that ripple effect, you know, hit San Francisco, for example. Rents are down 15, 20%. People are moving out of the city. And um, I think it's just going back to normal. That That's my take on it, really. What about employer branding? How important do you think employer branding is at the moment? How is employer branding evolving with with some of the changes that we're seeing? Absolutely. So I think employer branding has always been important uh, throughout history, but it changed quite a bit after COVID. Um, I think with the move to remote work, uh, people started getting a lot more um, optionality in terms of where they can work because they can be anywhere. They can just hop on a, a call like this and really do their work. So now they're no longer just looking for a salary. They're all, they're not just looking for uh, something that is flexible, but they're also, do I want to really be with these people six days a week, five days a week, eight hours, seven hours a day uh, with those folks that are basically in my home uh, on Zoom? So I think that employer branding has grown into a level where people are want to check what does this look like to this or what does it look like to work for this organization and then with the growth of tiktok and other platforms and tiktok right now is getting the most amount of uh, uh traffic in the world uh higher than google which is really crazy to even think about um people's willingness to go research an organization and see what it looks like to work there uh what we, they call day in the life video has exploded um so people now they don't just look at what is your salary uh, or you know how many hours they have to work a day. They're actually looking at what, how do people feel working for your organization, and do they have the optionality to go somewhere else that they will feel a lot better and make the same amount of money. Um, and I think that uh, and it's starting to become a really strong differentiator. I think tech was a great um, example of that. People, you know, the, the Fang companies, the Facebook, the Amazons, the Netflix, and the Googles of the world, right? They invested heavily in their employer brand. And if you ask anybody who's a knowledge worker, it's you. It's probably going to be in one of their dream kind of lists that they want to work for one of those organizations. And it's not because, I mean, those organizations are special, but it's because they invested so much in their employer brand and their, and their existence that people just naturally want to go work there. The top talent naturally want to go work there. Not just because there's a, there's a salary component, but I want to be able to put on my LinkedIn that I worked for Google. That's a big thing for people. It's a, it's a status. And I think a lot of organizations are starting to realize that and starting to invest more and more in their employer branding. No, absolutely. And I want to talk about the, 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 you, you mentioned video there and day in the life and all that kind of stuff. And I, I really want to kind of dig, dig deep into that. Now I'm old enough to remember back when I worked in recruitment marketing, um, when we did, did video as part of employer branding or part of recruitment marketing, it involved 
several days shooting camera crews all kinds of things and you know quality had to be the, the highest then mobiles and social media came along and people were sort of shooting video um you know on their phones and they kind of went back to nice cameras and it's kind of flitted around sort of in between in terms of format and use of video but tiktok has obviously come and changed everything because it's changing the other platforms as well how is it changing employer brand content what are we seeing from these sort of new video formats these new ways of 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 using video that are that are becoming so incredibly popular so I love this question because there's a story uh, that I, I like to kind of share. So um, I think six, seven months ago, we were talking to a customer um, that is a trucking company. And they said, I am tired of the cringy, uh, overproduced recruitment videos <laughs> that show my drivers in uh, ironed out shirts, not dirty, full face of makeup. People have a really strong BS meter nowadays and understand that that's not reality. And when the reason TikTok is becoming really successful is because it's authentic. If you're on TikTok right now or use any of those short form video platform, the moment you get a video that feels slightly overproduced, uh, for the most part, you're probably going to skip because you're like, what are they trying to sell me? Versus showcasing the good, the bad, and the ugly of a specific job or a story that just connects people to uh, the brand in a much better way. The other thing is it can show a job a lot more fun than it is. Working for a paint company probably doesn't seem that exciting. But if you watch a video of mixing blue and red and green together in in those really cool machines that like some of those paint companies in the US have and go to TikTok and watch that, it is so satisfying that you really want to, you know, do that job. There's this, um, I forgot his name. Um, and a few other podcasts talked about him, but uh, basically he was mixing paint for one of those organizations in the US. And then uh, his videos were amassing 1 million, 2 million, 3 million likes and millions of views. Um, and most of the comments were like, I really, I never thought I want to work for X company. Now I want to. And the reality is people are attracted to authenticity because they've been sold to for the last 10, 15 years since the growth of Facebook and YouTube and all that. And now they're like, oh, we want to go back to the real authentic feel. And I think the interesting thing is when we used to talk about day in a life videos, it was exclusively what someone was doing in the office. But with this kind of authenticity that's coming through TikTok, you see, you know, you see content that someone's whole life and whole, whole day, don't, don't you? It's really interesting. I just find it really interesting how that's, how that's kind of evolved. Absolutely. Because when you hire someone, you're not just hiring them at, during their work hours. You're hiring their stress. You're hiring their dog. You're hiring their spouse as well, because that's all a part of their uh, output at your organization. And I think that's why the day in the life makes sense, because happy employee, happy company. That's the reality of the situation. So that's what we what we see. Uh, I mean, organizations are really starting to care about their employees' well-beings. As you probably know, some organizations are great. They're investing in uh, mental health platforms that they offer for free to their uh, uh, employers, uh, employees. That's really, really awesome. And I think capturing a lot of that is really important to attract top talent. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast. 
and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com slash pod. That's www.wonolo.com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. Stepping back a little bit. This style of video, where does it fit in strategically? We've talked about day in the life, we've talked about employer brand, but you know, what exactly can employers get across using this type of content? I think the, the first thing employers need to uh, realize is most candidates will research your company after applying to the job, not before. And I think a lot of HR and talent acquisition folks don't want to like accept that fact. The reality is most candidates are going to come from job boards via easy applies and it's normal. And what happens is after they hear back from your organization, whether it's positive or negative, but mostly positive, they're actually going to go in research mode. They're going to open up your career page. They're going to learn about you. They're going to probably go on TikTok and learn about, the, about your organization. And for us, what we've seen work really well is we've built something called the widget that floats on your career site. So when somebody comes in, they'll be able to open up that widget and then flip through some of the videos that you choose uh, from your employees that you've collected through our platform to show to that specific candidate to retain them throughout your process. So that's one. Number two is going to be on the job, on the uh, job postings themselves. We're, we're able to uh, embed video job descriptions on each individual jobs. So let's just say it's a sales position at, an, you know, uh, X, Y, and Z telecommunication company, you'll be able to hear directly from the hiring manager for the sales team talking about why it's awesome to become a salesperson there. That's way better than reading a job description. So that's where we see that working. The final thing where we see this work really well is in sourcing. Uh, let's just say, um, so one of our, our great customers is a hospital and they hire registered nurses. So they reach out everywhere on LinkedIn and on Z uh, ZipRecruiter and Indeed and all those platforms. So we give them the ability to build job descriptions that um, have a video of some of the registered nurses that work at their hospital today, talking about why they chose this hospital instead of the competition. And then we embed a, a call to action in the video itself, which is an apply now that takes them directly to Workday for that specific customer to submit their application on Workday. Um, so that's how we see it work. But basically, we allow you to embed the content across every flow to continue keeping that level of engagement that you need. One of the things that I've noticed in in terms of the the, the type of content that that comes out in our in our industry and in, in you know amongst talent acquisition professionals, um, there's obviously a huge comfort in terms of LinkedIn and written words and things like that. There's not that much video content and when you look across the different channels things like reels and tiktok that that kind of vertical video content there aren't actually very many people who work in talent acquisition who are using those type of channels or are comfortable with those type of channels um is is that an issue because it's certainly really moving the needle in lots and lots of um different industries and it's you know it's it's very much sort of tied you know generationally into people coming into the workforce isn't it what's, what's your sort of take on that um i think um, a revolution is coming in terms of like what organizations are doing from a marketing standpoint um so the first thing that i think covid has done is 
probably start solving one of the biggest problems talent acquisition have, which is having a seat on the table with human resources to talk about why hiring is important for a company's uh, bottom line, aka revenue, which is most executive teams feel like. So I feel like it's similar to um, you know when Facebook came around and their advertisement platform was just launching. Most organizations were still buying ads on TV and on newspapers and on billboards. But then they realized, oh my God, there's this really cool way to reach every single consumer directly to their computer or to their phone after uh, Facebook released their uh, mobile app. Um, it's called the Infinite Scroll, which is their big uh, thing that they everybody was excited about. Um, there was a shift, right? Marketers were like, oh, I'm used to buying billboards. I'm used to doing this. And now I'm doing this on the person's phone. How effective is this? And the reality is it is so much more effective. Um, and I think there's a revolution happening for talent acquisition and HR because they're, start, they're starting to finally have a seat on the table be able to get more budget, hopefully, and then start be able to build that muscle that they've never had before. So I think that the reason that a lot of people haven't done it before is because it just, there was not never a need for that in, in our industry. But now with COVID and this push for employer branding and people really caring about not just the pay, but where am I going to work? Who am I going to work with? A lot more than before. And as you probably see with the labor force participation in the United States alone, uh, the number has dropped quite significantly. Um, so in order to get these people back, I think now it's no longer a nice to have, it's a must have. So I'm starting to see more organizations start to adopt this, um, starting to get budget allocated for this. And even larger organizations are starting to build full recruitment marketing teams, uh, and getting at, I'm, I'm, I've seen just this last couple of weeks, at least 10 companies that have been hiring for recruitment marketing folks just to join their organization, which is really exciting to see. So there's definitely a movement there. Uh, but hopefully that answers your question, Matt. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I suppose the, the other thing is, um, you know, around content itself. So we, we talked about sort of day of the life videos, talked about authenticity. Um, from what you're seeing with the companies that you're working with who are producing this comment, this content, which is kind of predominantly short vertical video, what works? What makes good content for recruiting and employer branding in these kind of formats? I think the first thing before uh, establishing what good content is, is allowing human resources to be human resources and giving them the tools to review videos and approve them before they go live in, in the wild. So uh, building the right tooling to capture content is really important. So uh, building the correct prompts to your, to your employees, so for example, tell us about why you love working here. Um, you know, tell us about how your day starts, how your day ends. Um, tell us about your favorite moment and why you enjoy working in this organization. Why is it different from other places that you work for? We've seen those types of prompts work really well. And recently we've incorporated um, um, artificial intelligence to help you build some of those ideas and scripts. If you don't know what to say or you just want an outline of things to talk about in your videos, our platform will allow you to build that. So making it really easy for people to actually know what to talk about and what not to talk about in those videos just to give them inspiration. And then after that, building the proper approval channels for people to approve the videos, review them, and make sure that they, they work really well for a specific organization. Um, but basically, once that, once, that, once that comes in, there is no one-size-fits-all for organizations. Every company is different. Every organization is different. Um, if you're hiring salespeople, your videos are going to be dramatically different than if you're hiring registered nurses, than if you're hiring truck drivers. I think for truck drivers, for example, they really care about how much time am I going to be spending on top of my truck, tying things down and getting dirty versus with a registered nurse, 
how many 12 hour shifts do I have to do versus with the salesperson? What's my quota? So it really depends on the position. And so digging really deep into the nitty gritty of things and just making sure that you're building the correct, like job description, video job description for a specific position matters a lot. Um, but there's no one size fits all of that answers the question. It depends on the organization. Yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned AI there and, you know, kind of what, how it how it's sort of helping in, in your product. What do you think? Obviously, huge amounts of discussion and debate about the, the role of AI moving forward. How else do you think AI might sort of work in this content employer brand area in the future? Absolutely. Well, I mean, some of the stuff that we, we're currently working on is uh, recently added is audio. Audio is a really big component of any video. If uh, we have some oil companies that use JobPixel and they have videos and drilling sites, um, uh, we have other organizations that are in the middle of a massive warehouse where it's very loud and things are breaking and falling. So making sure that those videos get recorded. Um, so AI right now is being used in our platform to remove background audio to make a speaker's voice crispy, crispy, clear. Just like this platform right now we're using to record Right now, this is happening automatically with some of those tools that are coming through AI. The next thing that I see is video editing. I think video editing is a big pain point for a lot of talent acquisition teams. Um, they are not marketers. They are not video editors. They they can know how to send a request out for a video content, but they probably don't know how to edit it. So using artificial intelligence to collect four or five videos and asking the AI to combine them together or brand it with the company's colors and logos and music, I think matters a lot for those organizations to help them push out content really quickly. So those are some of the things I see AI kind of helping in. There are some other things that I feel like will, you know, will pop up as time progresses. Those are the lowest hanging fruit that I can think of. Final question. We sort of talked about AI in the future there, but let's think about the future of video. So how do you see video being part of the talent acquisition process in five years time? I think every organization needs to have some form of content game when it comes to attracting talent. The old days of posting, shotgun praying, and hope for, hoping for candidates to just pop up to your front door is never gonna, are over. That's my opinion. Uh, and I feel like more and more organizations are, are stay, staying away from job boards and trying to start building on their career pages and the amount of investment that is happening there. Because you're, you don't want to attract people who are click, applying to 100 jobs a day. You want to, you know, you want to go after candidates that are highly qualified that are applying to your specific brand. And if you don't invest in that, you're never going to get those people to your door. Think of, you know, Airbnb for example. Uh, when they posted about them going fully remote as an organization, they had 700,000 people show up to their career page. 700,000, which is a massive number. If you go buy an ad campaign and indeed we're talking about millions of dollars to get to that number. Um, so I think that that's where the future is headed. Um, so in five years, I think every organization is going to have some form of uh, recruitment marketing team or person um, and more support from marketing, their direct marketing team to actually help them with the process, which historically hasn't been the case. Um, and I think back to my earlier point, executives are starting to realize Ta talent is really, really important to help you keep your doors open, to sell product, to create things. Um, and we need to invest in that in order to bring the best people forward. And that's where I see the industry headed in the next five years. Omar, thank you very much for talking to me.
Absolutely. Thank you. My thanks to Omar. If you want to take a look at JobPixel and help spread the word about recruiting future at the same time, I'm using their technology to collect some short videos to capture why people like the podcast and why they would recommend it. I'll use the videos on my website and on social. So if you want to participate and help bring Recruiting Future to more people, then just go to bit.ly slash help recruiting future. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash help recruiting future. And help recruiting future is all in lowercase. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us by searching for Recruiting Future. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast, and get the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time, and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.